All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to SA Voice Podcast. My name is Leighton. I'm usually uh, one of the executive producers, but we're going to switch stuff uh, up this week and uh, try to get a different feel, different taste. Mr. Reed is going to jump behind the machines today. He's going to be doing the producing for us, and Danny and I are going to co-host this uh, this episode. Um, so, Danny... Yeah. What, what do we got going on this week? So we got talking to uh, Jana. Okay. She's the student success facilitator. Sorry, one of, one, six, one of six student success facilitators. And uh, she'll be, you know, just talking to us, you know, some tips and tricks about, you know, time management and how to, uh, you know, overcome some, uh, uh, you know, some uh, stress management type techniques and stuff like that, you know, be a more successful student. That's good. I feel like it's needed this time of year. You know what I mean? We're going into midterms. Reading week's right around the corner. It's it's the st- best week. Still the mid yes, the best week. It's still the middle of February, and uh, you know what? I'm looking forward to this because I'm kind of sick of school. I kind of want to just learn learn some stuff about how I can just get back into it. I'm finding motivations kind of lacking right now, so it'll be a good episode. Yeah, I'm actually the opposite right now because I usually get really hard winter blues, but yeah. this year I try to like. Um, like fight it yeah. and overcome it, you know? So like right now I feel motivated, but we're coming into reading week. Yeah. So I feel like that's when I'm going to lose my motivation. Yeah, because you're not here. Because I'm not here, exactly. And then so coming back into it, I'm going to have to take a lot of these uh, these tips, you know, and like, you know, to get back into it, get coming back, back from it, it so instead of the opposite. what are some things that you use maybe on a daily or weekly basis that uh, to kind of keep your motivation going? Uh Man, I, I, I got to keep busy. Keep busy? if I don't keep busy, then I'm just going to sink down onto that couch and play video games or just not do anything. Yeah. So basically it's like um, uh, something that I've, you know, I've always done, you know, is just like I, I just uh, make my bed in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get that done. I get that out of the way. Boom. What's the next thing? Okay. You know, so and then boom, what's the next thing? What's yeah. the next thing? You, you know? Go. So and also like ironically enough, taking a shower. I have to. You know, kind of got to get in that rhythm, get in that routine, man. Yeah. Yeah. I can't can't leave the house without a shower. Uh, Yeah. But no, but even if you just take a shower, you know, you feel like you got something done. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, cool. I'm clean. And then like, boom, like now what's the next thing after that? You know, so even the smallest, simplest things, you know, uh, are, are at least for me, you know, are good ways to get. To get going, to get just jump build started, momentum, eh? exactly, yeah, and then it good. just snowballs usually. Because I know I notice that the days that I don't, then it's just, you know. Well, it'll be interesting to see kind of what we just chatted about and what kind of tips Jana has for it. So, looking forward to this episode. Should be yeah, for should sure. be a good chat, and uh, let's get into it. Yeah. All right. Today we have Jana with us. Hi. And we're going to be talking about some tips and tricks to kind of get students and people in general kind of over the winter blues. So now we're we're mid February. Things are kind of uh, in the middle of the pack. People don't really know what's going on, and it's still the dead of winter, and we're looking forward to spring. We want to kind of talk to you about um, what kind of resources are available to people and students to use to kind of get through this kind of time of the year. Um, so welcome to the show. Uh, thanks uh, thanks for being with us. And um, can you mind just telling us um, a little bit about who you are and how you got into the position you are here at St. Lawrence? No problem. Thank you. So my name is Jana. I am one of six student success facilitators on the Kingston campus. There are also student success facilitators on Brockville and Cornwall. And what we're currently divided by school. So I work specifically in the School of Applied Science, but there is two in the School of Business, one in Community Justice Studies, one in Health Sciences, one in Skilled Trades. 
think that's it. What about, what about the health and fitness people? Health and fitness is part of uh, health sciences. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what so about the... Um, the, the skill trades, hairstylists. Oh, you yeah. missed the little like scissor movement yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's part of skill trades. Oh, skill that trades, makes sense. Hospitality and skill trades. Okay. And, uh, um, school of business does. Uh, they have two. Do they do BBA and all that kind of stuff too. They sure do. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. So they're student success facilitators for each of the schools, and Brockville and Cornwall have two student success facilitators that kind of share the lot. And what we do is kind of a cross between an academic advisor and just an all-round, super awesome, helpful person. So as students are struggling with all of the things, any of the things, one of the things, a specific question, and they're not exactly sure how to answer it, how to find (coughs) some solutions, how to problem solve or troubleshoot, they come to us and we help them either work through the possibilities or potentially just make some referrals to all the other tremendous resources at the college. Like a life coach. For the college. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just went uh, to make an appointment with the student success f- student success facilitator. There you go. Yeah, so, and she was really cool, you know, really helpful. And all it is was I just went and made an appointment. It's like, hey, you know, I need to go this day. And she's like, oh, yeah, cool. And then she was, you know, talking me um, through the things that I needed, you know, to be ready for that appointment. So it was, uh, even that short little 10 minutes was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Yeah. yeah. So is it mostly an open door policy or... Um, for example, do you um, identify students who may be at risk and then reach out to them, or how does that how does that work for for students coming to you guys? All of the things. All of the things. All <laughs> of the above. Yeah. So we do have an open door policy. Yeah. If our door is open, please stop by. Yeah. Um, my office happens to be across from the coldest water fountain in the school. Ooh, Ooh. cold water. We know that's yeah, the good stuff. Yeah. 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 Cold it's water. it's it's too cold right now <laughs> for cold water. <laughs> Room temperature water is cold water. Mm, that's right. Just, well, anyway. Temperature water is kind of extra hot because it's cold outside. Anyway, regardless. <laughs> That's um, a whole nother episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just blew my mind. What is going on here? Next week on Voice Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Room temperature water. So um, if our door is open and you're walking by, sometimes you just want to borrow a pencil. Sometimes you just want like somebody to check in, touch base. Sometimes you're having a moment or somebody's like, whoa, there's somebody who's looking a little upset down the hall and we will go and gather that person. At the beginning of the year, we have students do um, kind of, we call it a student strengths inventory. We have them do this little survey that might give us some early indicators. Wait, every Um, student or just ones that come see you? No, every incoming student, this is new. So you guys didn't do this. No, I didn't do this. So it's it's called a Beacon Student Strengths Inventory and it gives students an opportunity because we know a lot, I know I'm loud, a lot of the, uh, <laughs> a lot of the um, challenges with, with school isn't always academic. It is often the other stuff in life. So you all are super duper engaged. You're here in the Student Association. Um, campus engagement is a really strong indicator of student success. So somebody could be really academically strong, but maybe not engaged. Okay. So um, Not me. Oh, yeah. I'm the opposite. Yeah, well, Engaged, I mean, but not academically yeah. strong. But that's that's okay. These are all the different kind of peace points that we are looking for. And if students are doing this inventory, this strengths inventory, it can kind of say like, hey, maybe you're not really good at reaching out and asking for help. Or maybe you maybe need some academic support. Maybe you need some campus engagement. And we see that really early before the problems even potentially are there. And we can be like, hey, you maybe need some support in this area. Do you know about all of these things? Um, and so that's the first way that we connect with students. When they first get here, we go into classes and we're like, hi, here we are, do the survey, please. And we reach out to those ones and we make plans, we do little success plans, we offer all the pieces, we make connections, referrals. Then we also tell the students that 
like, hey, we're really helpful, and if you need some support, come see us. So they do. Um, we all have online calendar options, so you can actually go yeah. to the college website and look at the Student Success Facilitators page, and each one of us has a link to a calendar page. You can just it's make your own appointment. Yeah, I don't have to call or email or do anything else. Nope. Pretty simple. Just, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we also get uh, alerts from faculty saying, hey, Layton hasn't been to class for three weeks. That's what totally... What a guy. That makes sense. What a guy. <laughs> Very typical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and they say, like, this is actually really not typical. Can you reach out? Like, this is, like, maybe this is unusual behavior. Or maybe Reed, on the other hand, he never comes to class and he's still not coming and he missed a quiz. Can you reach out? Um, and we reach out. And the, the great thing about our job is that we're not the punitive. We're not there to give you trouble. Right. We're like hey, what's up? Like, how can we help? What's going on? Yeah. What do we need to do? What do you need to do to <laughs> just about knock my mic over um, to be more successful? So we do all of those things. There you go. So I'm going to ask you a tough question. What do you love the most about your job? Uh, I love I love the students. I yeah. love that they come in and I love that they have something and they're feeling a little overwhelmed or they're having some difficulty and they don't know where to turn. And then you can spend a little bit of time with them and they're like, whoa, that just 10 minutes was like, poof, I feel a little bit better. There you go. Like super instant gratification, like yeah. win, win, win. They have some answers or some potential solutions or plan A, plan B, alternate plan B, plan C. And so I mean, how far do you guys go? Like, like, let's say you talk to a student and, uh, you know, the student, you know, like maybe is having some issues like attendance wise or whatever. Um, but then the student like may kind of like halfway meet you there, you know, but isn't doing all the work. Um, what is there anything like in place that you guys do or do you just kind of like, you know, cut that student loose at that point? We will never cut the student loose. It's kind of the students just like has, has decided to let their line out much farther. And, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not the boss of you. Right. We're not your mom. We're not your teacher. We're not, you know, like, but we are always at the other end of that line. So if at some point you're like, oh, crap, and you want to come back, you can always come back. We're always there. We do, like, multiple reach outs. Like, you know, if I email Leighton or Reed or someone and they don't email us, I'll check in again. Like, hey, what's going on? Um, or if, but if, if somebody's like, whew, yeah, thanks for that check-in, Jana. I'm on it now. I'll start attending. You are right. Whew, I'm, whew. and they make a plan and they're moving forward and they're doing all the right things, then brilliant. Great. Carry yeah. on. Because yeah, a lot of that. times that's what it is, right? Just, you need a kick in the butt, you know, or maybe just kind of like see what it is. And maybe a lot, a lot of times people get overwhelmed, especially like right now, where it's like, we're in the middle of the semester, you know, exams are coming up. You know, it's like, what am I doing? You know, if you let one assignment go, I know last semester I let one or two assignments go. Next thing I knew, yeah. oh, man, I was overwhelmed. I had just things piling up on top of each other. So, yeah, trying to play catch up. So I guess it, I guess last year would have been good to have um, come see you. Right. But that's basically right. You know, like maybe you just need that little, you know, kick in the butt or maybe like to see what it is that's uh, going on or like a different approach. Yep, and some right? students can say like, oh, right, like, you know what, you're right, thanks for the little friendly reminder that I need to get on top of this and they don't want to come see and they're good and they just yeah. move forward. Some say like, oh, like I had my appendix out. And yeah. that's like, you know, so so maybe I support the student in making a little bit of a plan to kind of come back and um, some students are like, yeah, I'm really struggling. So we come in and we talk about maybe student wellness and accessibility and some of the, we have a tremendous amount of resources. We have something called TAO. It's called Therapy Assistance Online. 
It's free to all the college students. You can log in with your college email address and create an account. And there's like wellness checks. And I, I, I hope nobody from Student Wellness is listening because I kind of call it like WIMIS, like a WIMIS module online, <laughs> but therapy. Um, I'm sure that's not a really enthusiastic way, but I feel like it's a really good descriptive yeah. that helps manage expectations. So you can kind of work through these pieces online whether it be in conjunction with seeing someone at, at student wellness, or maybe you're seeing some other community professional, or maybe you just, that's, that's all you need, and that's okay too. Um, but there's like guided meditations, all of the tools and tricks that we would suggest for someone who's maybe struggling yeah. with, whether it be the February blues or yeah. ongoing some, some right. pieces that they're struggling with their mental wellness. Um, or even if you're not, just general like cognitive behavior therapy change stuff. You want to make some changes and you need some strategies yeah. to do that. So like tips and tricks just to kind of help your mental health in general. Absolutely. Uh, I, I remember I took a class for this last year and it was um, all about like there was breathing exercises, there was coloring exercises, there was uh, a push to get you out and active, so physical education. So it kind of encompassed the whole embodiment of, of mental well-being and that kind of is what I'm thinking. That's yeah. I feel is. like that should be part of like a curriculum, yeah. you know, it's like because it's like we do all get sometimes overwhelmed or you know part of every curriculum. exactly that's what i'm saying you know so it's like we like like once a week you have this class with your buddies or you know well your classmates really but they're your buddies and um you know you do something you know you meditate or maybe you do some yoga or you know you learn some uh, breathing techniques or just really anything to kind of like help manage stress yeah. stress management that's what we could call it <laughs> is, is that what the no. class was called nowhere <laughs> uh, let me think about it, it was stress, stress something yeah it was stress yeah. management yes <laughs> was it an online class it was it was taught online oh um, yeah so there's no much real class time but you had to take screenshots or send in your report of your coloring or whatever it did or um you had a color yeah, like sign me up. One of my one of my favorite ones was the weekly assignment. You get an assignment every weekend. The first one was I had to cover four, co excuse me, color four or five butterflies, and just like over the course of how you're feeling. Did you get to print them out? Or? One of them was red and black. I was pissed off that day. The other one was green and blue. Like you know what I mean? You have to sna snapshot send that in. So it kind of just gives you a little. I was angry in the day, and then come Tuesday I was fine. Here's blue and green. You know what I mean? So it's oh, that's cool. so cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, you know what's good too is I have a I have an adult coloring book. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing, you know, if like if I feel stressed or if I'm feeling like, ah, oh, today just like, ah, oh, sucked, you know, so I'll break it out and it has like swear words, you know, but it's like, <laughs> it's like Mandela style, you know, yeah. so it's got, it's all got like, yeah. so, you know, you just color it and then it's like F you and you're like, yeah, F Works you. For you, right? you and it's great. And it, it really does help to, uh, to de-stress. De yeah. So, um. Do you guys have like a quota of a certain amount of students you need to talk to or have under your umbrella or anything like let's say um, this would never happen but um, student uh, mental health is good and not a lot of people are using your services what um, what happens then is there a quota that you guys have to go out and talk to people and set up meetings or I'm not that I'm sure that's has, never happened that has right never yes ever <laughs> yeah. I, think, okay. I think in yeah. fact it's kind of always the opposite and yeah. that we have like so many students that require support that and I mean as I say support it can be like like pretty just yeah. like check-ins and awareness and open doors and yeah. how, what happens when and if I drop this class what will I do you know like yeah. what are my mm, what happens ah. so not um, only just personal but you're there to kind of help them with maybe uh, maybe uh, you know f a future career implicating decisions and, and personal decisions as well eh? yeah, yeah. so you guys have to know a lot more than just mental health and wellness kind of uh, strategies yeah right? like we're, we're not counselors right. so if somebody needs counseling we will refer to student wellness yeah. um, and the same with accessibility if you have an IEP or you had an IEP in high school or you have some learning difficulties or mental health what's an IEP 
an individual education plan. So okay. if you go to school in Ontario and you have some sort of learning difference or mental health or um, <clears throat> maybe a physical disability or a medical um, piece that would identify you as having a disability and you need some additional support, you probably had an individualized education plan in school. Um, or even if you have an undiagnosed disability that you maybe need some support getting diagnosis with or really, you have eh? developed one, um, you are eligible to get some accommodations here at, on campus. So we would again refer to student wellness and accessibility. And for example, someone who has tremendous anxiety maybe wants to write their tests in the test center. Yeah. They would meet with an accessibility advisor and talk about the accommodation process and the medical documentation required. And if you had an IP, transferring it over. If you need some testing for learning difficulties or differences, all of those pieces. Yeah. Um, so we, we refer to our partners in student wellness and accessibility a lot for those things. But we also have resources. There's a peer-to-peer -peer discussion group on Mondays. There's yoga for a healthy mind. That is okay. yoga and a little bit of meditation on Thursdays at 1130. Um, there's the student success facilitators work with a counselor and do a strive in stress workshop on Wednesdays up here in the Innovation Hub. So there's lots of other pieces that we can do. But on a regular basis, you know, I meet with somebody and we kind of talk about what's going on for you, what you need to have happen. And then we set up a little success plan that talks about like next steps. And sometimes we've mapped out what their assignments look like. We do some time mapping in their week, maybe. Maybe we just make a priority plan. Um, so time management sounds like it's a lot is a big is an issue, right? Oh, it could sure. be probably one of the biggest issues, I would for think. Sure. And I think time management is a pretty all encompassing word. That's a little bit like time management um, and priority setting and goal development and um, like just like structuring what you have to do to not feel as overwhelmed and chunking out your tasks and chunking out your time. A little bit every day type of thing. Yeah. What's a what's a good uh, technique that um, I myself could apply tomorrow to be a better student. Depends on where your deficits are. What aren't you very good at, Derek? Oh no, I'm good at everything. <laughs> um, well, Don't ask his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you know, like, 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 my biggest struggle um, is and always has been time management. You know. Um, I've gotten better at it, you know, so now what I do is I just keep a calendar mm -hmm. right on my phone and it's like I look at my phone and it's color coded. So I know it's like it's like yellow means, you know, it's like it, it's like workouts. I need to go to the gym or something. Uh, blue means that's an assignment that I need to get done. You know, red is the class, you know, so it's just kind of mm -hmm. like I, I, I've done that. And um, and so that's basically my my has been my way out has been um, to just color code and plan everything out on my phone uh, so that I can. So I know not only when my assignments are due, but when I need to work on them and then the free time that I have in between uh, things that I could do the things that I actually want, because if I leave it to myself like to do, then I'm just going to do what I want, yeah. you know, and not what I need. So that's exactly those are those are all strategies that I would suggest to a student. But when you said that you time management is the area that you're always working on improving time management can look like a lot of different things. Like my husband, bless him. He has time management issues, but more like he's like, oh, that won't take long. So he's going to do mm. these three things. And he thinks that this one and I'm like, just think for a minute. How long is that one thing really going to take by the time you get organized and find the things that you need to do it like and. 
Like, oh, right, that's really a six-hour job, not a one-hour job. So yeah. how now you haven't done the other things that you had committed to today. So that's a form of time management. Somebody else in our household <laughs> is a huge procrastinator. Yes. Yeah. So, so I will, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So so that's a different kind of time management strategy that you'll like to you'll need to put in place. So for myself, I say, like, what are my priorities today? About how long is it going to take? And when am I going to do them? So if I have an assignment, for example, um, uh, okay, by 10 o'clock, I'm going to start working on it. So if I want to sit around and drink coffee or walk the dogs or do something else, I need to have those things done before 10 o'clock because at 10 o'clock, the timer. Timers are my favorite. That's a good one. So you set a timer. I love timers. Can you explain that real quick? So, I mean, I I use my phone for everything. Um, I also have an app that I that I use, like yeah. a to do app. But um, I set a timer, like ten o'clock, do my thing. So not only is it in my calendar and color coded, but it also beeps when it's time. Or I set like countdown timer. So I'm like, like oh, to do or oh. to finish. Usually to start, because okay. that's by because that's that's the hardest part for me. Yeah. But if it was somebody else who you know like has to transition, and if transitioning is a problem, then like wh- whatever. But I tell students when they're studying to use timers all the time. I say, let's go buy one of those little kitchen timers. Yeah. yeah. Ideally, one that has two different times. So you can set it for 20 minutes, and you can set it for five minutes. That's yeah. my favorite. So it's actually it's a technique called the Pompadouro method, and Pompadouro yes. is kind of a tomato. Yes, I was going to mention this. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Let's get into that. So yeah. it's a... Uh, Did you learn that in your online class? I might have. Actually, <laughs> yeah. um, and, and I mean, it's just any version of that. So the idea behind this study strategy is you, and again, because I'm, I have a, I'm a hard starter, I always say, give yourself, set yourself a time you're going to start, give yourself 10 minutes to get yourself organized. So <laughs> you spend 10 minutes, you get your things, you turn your computer on, you fill your water, you go pee, you do your, you check your phone, you do the things, then time, start, go, yeah. 20 minutes. 20 minutes, no distractions, study. If you need a countdown timer, put a countdown timer, because you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like this has to be 20 minutes. You're like, oh, it's been four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. But so when you kind of get used to the feeling of 20 minutes, you kind of get into the swing of things, the timer goes off, and then you stop. You set your five-minute timer. You stand up, you touch your toes, you check your phone, you see what your friends are doing, you make plans, you fill your water glass, and then you go again. Five minutes are done, breaks over. 20 minutes starts from now. And then after three or four <coughs> cycles, you maybe take a 20-minute break or an hour break or you come out. So I would say chunk your time in 20 minutes. And when I'm making notes with students and time mapping, I like, tell like, how many 20 minutes is do you need to do today? Yeah, I, I feel like I could do that. But my 20 minutes would be like 20 minutes of chill yeah. and five minutes of work. <laughs> The opposite. That's the opposite, why yeah. you need the timers, because <laughs> yeah. it's really easy to make that happen. Like, it's really easy to lose that 20 minutes the second you pick up your phone or the second you distract yourself by doing something else. And there's also, like, apps. And, oh, well, I know, like, our phone, too, they have, like, the do not disturb. Well, on iPhones, anyway. Like, they have a do not disturb function. So, where it, like, no no phone calls unless it's, like, an emergency or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing goes through. No notifications. Um, there's things, there's sites on the Internet, too, that you can, like, shut down Facebook. Yeah. You know, it's like you won't like like it won't even let you get into Facebook unless you go into this other website and log into that one to get into Facebook. Right. So there are like um, a lot of really great techniques. And I feel like that's what it is. Right. Is just get out of the distractions. I get distracted so easily. You know, I'm like Doug on the on on up. You know, the dog is like squirrel, <laughs> you know, and there I am, you know, chasing that squirrel. So it's uh, beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bring you back. 
Yeah, I, I, that, you know, that's a good idea. I'm definitely going well, to have to bring that it, in. I'm with you there. But to be honest, if you look at society as a whole, it's not entirely our fault that we're distracted. Everything is made to get your attention from advertisements to TV to the whoa, phone. Whoa, whoa, I'm, I'm, I'm learning marketing, bro. Like marketing people. <laughs> exactly. Everything. Your attention is invaluable. Yeah. If, if a brand or a company has your intention, they usually have your heart and they usually have your wallet that comes attached with that. So, um, you know, like, like I said, it's not entirely our fault. It is our fault from maybe not being more disciplined. But when the world is set up to distract you, and there's so many different things in your household from your loved ones to your cats to your dogs to your computers. Everything wants a piece of your time. So it's really, I think, the message is just figuring out. Who do you out, give your time to? Who do you give your time to and figuring out a discipline and a plan of action, whether it be the Pomodoro technique, whatever it is, that works for you. But you've got to find something because if you try to just go at it, you're going to sit on Facebook for four hours and do two minutes of studying. You and when I, mean? I talk to students, I always ask them, like, what, what is your good time? What, what works for you? When do you study? When do you naturally study? When Are you a napper? Show of hands in here. Who's a napper? No. Uh, Reed's the only one. We got Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. But like, I'm like, oh, so Reed, when, you're, when we're time mapping, I'm like, when do you nap? Let's put that in. Because if you think you should be studying and you're napping, your nap isn't really actually effective because yeah. you have a little you're bit stressed. of like guilt mm. and underline. But if, if we wrote it out and we write from four to six, nap, that's a good nap. Yeah. Two hours? Oh, yeah, I'll take I, it. I'm not a napper, so I don't know how long. <laughs> that's <I'm> solid <laughs> nap. <laughs> Two hours, good nap. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but but like you know, if you've done your three twenty minutes before and you have five twenty minutes later, then that nap is like totally fine. This is part of the plan. You are doing what you need to do to be well, to be well rested, to like it's good. It's good. Same yeah. thing with the gym. You can and I. I'm a huge rationalizer. Like, well, it's okay if I don't do this, if I do this instead. Mm -hmm. But that's why you have to kind of set your priorities and, like, what is more of a priority? What is a time-sensitive priority? How can you balance those pieces out? How can you fit all your priorities into the day? Yeah. So I've, I've um, you know, uh, read and, and talked to other people and things like that, you know, and a good technique, you know, and I do this too, is, like, it's, you get up in the morning and you make your bed. You know what I mean? And that when once your bed's made, you, like, you feel like you've already got things done. Now you can do more things. You know what I mean? Um, and I've also like, you know, if you go to the gym or you do a little workout in the morning before you, you know, you get your day started, you also feel like um, you get a little bit of that. Um, yeah, there's uh, I forget. I don't know his name, but there's a famous United States Navy uh, admiral. And he wrote a book on start your day every day by making your bed yeah. because you accomplish something as soon as you wake up and yeah. kind of set your, your mental capacities in that. OK, I can accomplish things even if you do nothing for the rest of the day. You come home and you have a nice made comfy bed to crawl into. So. I mean, you don't have to do the, you know, the nurse's corner because, I mean, <laughs> you know, but you at least make your bed, you know, do something. Uh, and like you said, it's something productive. Yeah. You know, it's something that you do. And then, at, like you said, at the end of the day, and especially after you've had a long day that you got everything done, yeah. you know, and you come home and it's like, man, my bed is nice and made. But for all those people out there who just aren't ever going to do that, that's also okay. Like, you know, and I, I always, you know, like sometimes if you just only have, you can only do 10 things in a day and making your bed isn't one of the most important things for you. Like, right. whatever, skip that, floss your yeah. teeth, man. Whatever, like whatever your thing that is. That one has to be a thing though. <laughs> Flossing your teeth, please. Gingivitis is real. <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm yeah. just, you know, like sometimes you can't. 
do all the things. So choose your priorities, know yourself, and kind of work within your own limitations, and that's okay. Yes. Um, when you hear some of those, I don't know, is it The Rock or something? Like one of those super famous healthy people gets up at 4 o'clock in the oh, morning. Oh, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. It's, it, yeah, is, it is for it is. sure Marky yeah. Mark. Yeah. yeah. And like – Good grief. What time do you go to bed if you need Like to seven. Yes. Like like his day is like like four in the morning. Like he gets everything done before people are like having dinner. Like he's in bed like 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 an old person. Yes, I was gonna say, but and, and that works great for him and that's fine. But if you like wanna work out at ten PM, then don't beat yourself up for not doing it at four AM. Like whatever yeah. is kind of working in your like what um, so again, like don't set yourself up to other people's standards, especially people that maybe have attention deficit that are maybe I can speak for myself, like a little neuro atypical, like guy can't measure myself against Marky Mark. I don't have that. That's exactly. not in my, that's not my life. Right. That's not my deal. They also the, have a different lifestyle than we do. But you know, or even the Navy guy, like the Navy guy, he is on the far, like a type personality. Yeah. I am over here in the Zeds. Yeah. So yeah. that's never going to happen for me, and that's okay. I like the Zeds. I'm down with the Zeds, but it just means I have to do things a little different, and I have to find the pieces that work for me. You know, I think you said I think you 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 said that exactly right. Like I feel like a lot of times we are bombarded with uh, magazine articles, like from The Rock, from Marky Mark, from Admiral, blah blah blah, right? Where they're like, do this, do that, and you'll be successful. You'll be. But you said they are A type people, right? It's like you know what? If you know that you're not an A type people, if you know that it's like you know what? I'm not an overachiever. I'm I'm not the person that's going to get everything done. I'm not the one that's going to be a four-point average. You know, that's okay. But you need to be okay, and you need to accept that that's who you are, and that is okay, that that is you. It's you your know? own definition of success. Exactly, and success looks different to every single person. Absolutely. You know? Somebody wants success to be like they can make their living making music. Somebody else defines success as making $100,000 a year. Right. Like, you know, like those are different things and that's cool. I'm sure that one person doesn't want to trade for the other person's life and vice versa. Yeah. And and you know, to be honest, that's something that everybody, I think including myself, has struggled with is quit comparing your timeline to others. And yeah. hit on what what's successful. So, you know, I'm thirty, I'm still in school. Getting through that, I still have friends who are younger than me and they're making hundred K living in Toronto, starting a family, buying their own house. But our timelines are all different. So that's a great point, Jana, is don't define your success by others. So or or your timeline, whatever it may be. So that's a great point. Yeah. So yeah. always prioritize, look at your goals. You know, make a plan, find someone to talk to if it's not your student success facilitator or your counselor, but I would say, like, who are the decision makers? Who are the people that you look to in your life when you're making decisions? Not me. Don't look at me, you guys. That's Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, talk to these people in and have them help you make plans, use tools. For some people, it's, like, super analog, paper, calendars. Some people, it's digital, phone. Sometimes it's a little bit of both. Whatever, whatever it is that works for you. But there's tons and tons of support out there and access as many as you need and if one isn't working don't feel bad to ditch it and try something new that's great yeah that's a great message well before we say goodbye here um i want to just say thank you for your time and coming on the voice podcast um and before we let you go is there anything you'd like to plug any of your uh anything going on all around the college coming up here in february march that you'd kind of like to give a shout out to if not um, that's all oh, good I too. always have so good. many things. Okay. One of my new favorite things is Gym Buddies. I don't know if anybody's heard oh, about this. What's this. So, you know, we, we all know that 
physical exercise increases your wellness. So for some people, it could be a walk in the woods. I am a, I'm a outside kind of person, but you can't always fit that in. Or sometimes it's minus a million like this weekend. Yeah, that was uh, ridiculous. Um, but if you are someone who wants to go and access the shack, which is free to students, full-time students, um, but you're a little bit intimidated, maybe you don't know, you're oh, the machines and they're doing the things. We've all seen the gym fails. We don't want to be that person. <laughs> so um, there's a fitness and health student who is spending time as a gym buddy. So Layton, you can be like, hey, gym buddy, uh, let's go to the gym. And yeah. she'll go to the gym with you, take a little tour, do some things. It's not personal training. It's yeah. just going to the gym with a buddy so you don't feel a little bit intimidated. Right. So nice. Can, yeah. So I think so that's one of my alone. new favorite things. Yeah, that's a good um, Because it could be. The gym could be intimidating. That oh, is true. Sure. Like if, if you don't know what you're doing or you don't know what machine does what, you know, it's like, yeah. It's and sometimes like people are grunting and it's a little bit, yeah, yeah. There's some. There's some swole people at SLC. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. There's fitness and health dudes squatting six racks and it's just like, okay. Mm. <laughs> also, just, just so you all know, those plates are monstrous and they aren't necessarily that heavy. I, 45 pounds, I think. But sometimes I think there's plates well, the colored like, ones, like the CrossFit ones and oh, things like do, that, like the yellow ones, yeah. I think are 25. There's 10. I yeah. look like I And they look like big, squat. but they're light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. They're my favorite. Big 10 pounders <laughs> up on their face. Yeah. <laughs> <Love> <laughs> awesome. Great. So, yeah, great. the Jim gym, Brady's gym is my new, my new favorite one. That's great. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. Really appreciate you coming on. We got some good uh, tips and tricks. And um, I guess the overall message that we can take away from this is just keep on plugging away at it and find something that works for you and utilize the resources that are here at the college. We have wonderful people like yourself to kind of help us all out. So thank you for your time, and I uh, really appreciate you coming on. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for having me on, guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Well. Pretty interesting. She had some good stuff to say. I uh, I really liked her point about how just find something that works for you and stick with it because quit comparing your life and your successes to other people and just find something that works for you. Yeah, everybody's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, yeah, you know, it's like you may be older or younger, you know, and be doing more things than maybe me, you know, but it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. you know, because it's like, I define success differently than how you define First, success. Yep. And my um, what motivates me and what gets me going, what gets me out of bed every morning is different from you. Everybody. You know? Yep. So, yeah, it's a good, definitely a good point. It's a lot of good things came of that. You know, I didn't really um, know or understand what a student success facilitator did. Yep. You know? So it's like being able to, like, and, like, the way I see it, the way, the way she explains it, she's like a life coach. Yes. You know, like, she helps you. Um, you know, find time, to find tricks and tips and, you know, things, you know, of how you can be more successful yeah. in your studies, you know, and a lot of these things are transferable, you know, so it's not just for school because no, everyone here is going to go, is going to go on a job. Good point. You know what I mean? So those skills like time management skills, and there's something I didn't know, there's a different types of time management, yeah. you know, or different types of time wasting, you know, so... What do you think about the Pomodoro technique that she kind of chatted about there with the with the timers? And you only focus on what you have to do for 20 minutes. Timer goes off. you got five minutes to chill. Do that four times, then you get a 20-minute break. I kind of like that. I might have to give that a try. Um, I don't – I've tried, like, timers or, like, giving myself – no. Like, I feel like if I'm going to do something, like, set myself a timer – I'll I'll just like do another task, you know, um, like a multitask type of thing. So like maybe I'll um, maybe I'm making dinner, you know, maybe I'm making spaghetti, right? So it's like I'll put the pasta to boil and boom, 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 
I'll bang out like a quick assignment or not like bang it out, but you know, I'll just like, you know, get started or, you know, yeah, something. Right. And then boom, pause is done. You know, next thing, you know, and then I can just kind of like. Is your keyboard covered in sauce? Uh, just, so just, much just sauce. A question oh, me. yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it, I, I type. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the sauce boss over here. Yeah. Assignments. Well, you know what? Pretty cool. I thought it, I thought it was a good episode. I'm glad we covered that because there is a lot of that going around, that stigma around how mental health and just finding motivation this time of year. So I'm glad we covered it. And uh, Jenna's awesome. And again, if you guys uh, at home or watching, listening have kind of anything like that that's going on just know that there are tons and tons of resources at the school and in our community for you guys to utilize so don't be afraid to uh, ask for help and just kind of find a plan that works for you yeah all these resources are here they're included in your tuition use them take advantage of them yeah exactly well um appreciate you allowing me behind the mic today it was a lot of fun i do enjoy being here reed awesome job playing with the switches my man We'll give you some love. And, uh, <laughs> thanks again for another cool, great episode, guys. We'll see you next time. All right. Awesome. See you next time.